Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. On today's podcast, we are going to look at the book of Numbers. The book starts off with a little bit, it kind of like feel of like, oh, this is going to be a really boring reading. Counting all these people mm. according to their tribes. Yeah. So... I think you, you you had mentioned to me something about that. Yeah, I mean to make to make the point, you know, of there are some people who might have a, a more of a skeptic or maybe of a cynical perspective on the Bible. It's just a book of fairy tales. It's just a book of myths of legend. Mm-hmm. The Book of Numbers is proof positive that that is not the intent, right? Mm-hmm. This book, the author of this book, was not writing a fairy tale. You don't write fairy tales by giving us in an exquisite detail the list of uh, all of your lineage and the numbers in your army and the numbers of of people in your clan and yeah. where those people should put their tents and what jobs they would have. Right? That, that, that to that level of detail is not going to be the most exciting mm-hmm. myth, the most right. exciting story. This is this is definitely not one of these mythological fairy tales. This is a, yeah. a book that is detailed rooted out. in history. Exactly. We say a True. lot that Bible is, the Bible is filled with timeless truths, but it also was a time-based book that was rooted in historical facts and historical time written to a specific people in history, mm-hmm. but then all, also written in such a way that it impacts and, and, and influences humans of, of all times in history. But the cool thing is, now that we're living in an age where all this archaeology has occurred, it's true. Archaeology yeah. has proven these people lived— in the places they said they did, this is bound in history. Right. I mean, obviously, it was true to them. They, they could just look around and see it. But now we get the benefit of right. now getting these archaeological truths to, to point back and say it was – we get facts and evidence to say, oh, see, it was – all of this was true. Yeah, so you know? a fable, a, a myth and all that, they don't get into the historical facts because it's, it's myth. It's right. not real. It's fake. This stuff is real. It really happened. So yeah. good, good point. I'm glad you brought that out. But the, so there's this repetitive stuff about the tribes and how many people. But then it shifts into telling some stories and some really intriguing stories. Yeah, either either stories or or things for them to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, almost procedural, procedural or however you would say it. Procedural. Yeah, procedural. Thank you. One of the things, and we're gonna we have a few things that we wanted to highlight in this first section. The first off was one of these things that really kind of struck me really weird, and I was like, oh, we've got to talk about that. Right. Numbers chapter five. We get this discussion, and this is already a weird setup, but the setup is this. A husband, for one reason or another, begins to suspect that his wife has been unfaithful. Mm-hmm. And it lays out what this man is to do. And to be quite honest with you, Brett, I'm reading this and I'm like, what is going on here? So just for, for, to give you a really quick summary, what he is to do is to take his wife to the priest. The priest, and, and and I believe this is how this is set up in the story, she stands before the priest, and I think in her hands, mm-hmm. she is holding, I think, uh, a grain offering. Mm-hmm. So you, you get this picture, now it's just, I, you get a picture of her and the priest. She's there with the grain offering in her hand, and the priest has collected some of the, I believe, the ashes or the remains of previous sacrifices to the Lord, and he's put those into some container of water and mixed it, mixed it up. And he recites to her uh, some words. And I, and I, let me see if I can find it really quickly here. And he's, and you're getting this picture that he's reciting this to her. 
and she has her eyes closed and she has to hear what he's saying. And then she is to take a drink of this container. And if she was unfaithful, she's going to get a curse. Yeah. And that curse is pretty wicked sounding. She's going to feel some pain. Her belly is going to grow big Mm -hmm. as if she's pregnant, but then she's also going to lose the ability to ever be fertile with children. Mm Mm-hmm. So she'll be barren, but she'll look as though she's pregnant, and she will have gone through this pain, and that will be the curse that is upon her for if she was actually guilty of cheating on her husband. And yeah, yeah, go on. I'm what what you're looking what you're at that numbers five, it the image that comes to my mind. Of course, we're reading into scripture so often the images we've had right. through movies or television or all this stuff. This is one of those scenes where what came to my mind, and I'm going back to like fifth grade here for me. I'm picturing Gargamel you know, mixing these potions up mm-hmm. in the Smurfs TV show. Yeah. Or you think about, you know, any line of movies or, or TV shows where you've got a witch, you know, mixing this potion, yep. and he'll drink it, and he'll this will happen to him or yes. whatever. It's, it's, it is fascinating. It's like a magical thing. Yes, and that's what I was like. It's like is, a wizardry or witch, it, witchcraft yeah, type it, thing. It, all, it kind of made me think of, and this is not the best connection to draw, but it made me think of like a witch hunt. Yeah. Like now, so you're making like the priest kind of looks like he's making this thing, but I'm doing it the other way. It looks like they're hunting for, you know, this witch. Yeah. And in this case, if she's a witch or if she's, uh, she's a, an a adulteress, sinner, yeah. right? if she's an adulteress, she's going to take this and we'll know proof positive she was or not. Right. Which is definitely, it, there's nothing, I don't think scientifically to where chemically it would know whether someone's been unfaithful or not. This is a God thing. This is kind yes, of a miraculous this type deal. This is supernatural. Right. right. So it says something like this. It says, he will, and the priest shall bring her before the Lord. And it says, I think he will undo her hair, unbind her, the hair of the woman's head and place in her hands the grain offering. So you see this picture of her hair is down. Mm-hmm. She's holding the grain offering in her hand. And in his hand, the priest shall have the water of bitterness that brings the curse. And the priest shall make her take an oath. So this is a very dramatic thing. Right. You can see if this person was guilty, and if she has any kind of conviction, she's sweating bullets right here. Right. He shall make her take the oath. If no man has lain with you, and if you have not turned aside to uncleanness while you were under your husband's authority, be free from this water of bitterness that brings the curse. But if you have gone astray, though you are under your husband's authority, and if you have defiled yourself and some man other than your husband has lain with you, then let the priest make the woman take the oath of the curse and say to the woman, the Lord make you a curse and an oath among your people. When the Lord makes your thigh fall away and your body swell, may this water that brings the curse pass into your bowels and make your womb swell and your thigh fall away and the woman shall say, amen, amen. You can see like almost she's shaking. She's shaking at this point, you know? So maybe that's the opportunity where she's like, okay, I did it. I did it. This is almost like an ancient lie detector test. Y- yes. Okay. Yeah. She, this is, if you're lying, you're going to get this. So you better tell the truth. Right. Right. So it's I just thought that was a really dramatic. Incredibly fascinating. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so I had to bring it up. I was like this. We got to talk about the story. It's crazy. Yeah. Very fascinating. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.